Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. I'm back like I never left. But the other man who's returned from the crusades of charisma <laughs> spreading the gospel. <laughs> they call some call him chancellor. I call him brother. We have Zero in the damn building. What's going on, Zero? Not these crusades you're talking about. <laughs> the crusades. The Knights of Templar. <laughs> oh, man. We're back. We are back. Sorry, last week, everybody. I had COVID and I had some the symptoms were not bad except i guess there's like headaches or migraine like headaches that you get that was i never had a migraine before so um and i think that's what i was having because they said it was like you feel in your eyes and ears so there's no way i could have recorded the podcast because of lighting sound so (laughs) um we do apologize uh yeah by the time uh, the headaches actually only stopped today. We're recording on Sunday. So I didn't have no headaches today. I did have a couple. I did have two little spells yesterday. Um, I could have did the podcast, but yesterday, but you know, we just from how we, how we drop the podcast and when we record any of the days before we recorded or usually the latest we'll drop is on a Thursday. I was cooked Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I it was not possible for me to do it um on any on any other day before Friday. So but um but yeah man we back with another one. Um and so pretty much since I'm talking about my week I'll just continue on. Um so I had COVID. I don't know exactly how I got it or where I got it from. I think my job so everybody got sick at my job. Um, and missed time from 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 work, uh, and, except me. I was the last person to miss time. There was another person who was sick as well, but she was gone, just coughing and hacking down the place. Um, but uh, but she didn't she didn't miss work. So everybody was like, "Oh, well, we just had the flu or whatever." And I took our at home COVID test. We had one left, and um, that turned out negative. So I didn't think I had COVID. Um, and the p- other people said they took a at-home COVID test and theirs turned out negative. And then they said that they, I guess they just self-diagnosed themselves with the flu. So they very well could have had COVID. Um, they just did a self-diagnosis because they pay insurance deductibles and all this other stuff. So it just, it's a, a lot of times, especially if you're not in these situations, they're not going to give you any medication or anything that's really going to help you. So it does it really doesn't make sense to go to the doctor unless unless you're feeling really ill. Um, but but yeah, so there was that. I mean, I was having splitting headaches all week. Um, lost my sense of taste for two days. Smell and taste—that's always the worst because I do get sinus stuff every once in a while. 
the not have not being able to smell or taste is always the worst. And I couldn't go nowhere, so I ordered Uber Eats for the first time in like three years. And um, and I ordered, so I had some like fruit snacks, fruit snacks, Welch's, wild delicious. So I was like, okay, I'm at, I had five guys come because I had a coupon for fifth for forty percent off of these select restaurants. So I'm like, okay, five guys usually like twenty bucks. I'm gonna pay about thirteen for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving me a deal. As soon as the five guys gets here, no taste. This is within minutes of each other. Within minutes, I'm like, this cannot be real. Jesus, your bodies. Your body said, "Oh, he yeah. think he's gonna get. He thought he gonna taste something delicious, huh? Yo, you know yo, what? Yeah, Let me go I ahead am. and humble him real quick." Yo, the <laughs> devil is a liar. What I'm telling you, man, the devil was like, "Oh, you think you about to have these delicious Cajun fries, my nigga? <laughs> you thought wrong and snatched my taste away." And I was like, "God, please, your taste buds humbled you quick, man." I pray to my Lord, my debonair, Mr. Key. <laughs> so like two days, the, the, so the <laughs> next day I was able to like, if I like, if I breathe in real hard, I can taste. I said, oh yeah, I'm back tomorrow. I'm back tomorrow. And then the next day I was back. And so I baked the cheesecake, baked the cheesecake for the Duchess. And uh, but the, really lollipop ate most of the cheesecake. So, <laughs> so she wasn't able to enjoy as much cheesecake as she could but uh but yeah man then i had to buy lollipop a phone a new phone because her joint just broke and it's out of warranty so i'm like man i'm starting to consider i might start getting that apple care stuff i never bought it before but it's just like for the money when you're out of warranty it costs to 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 repair the phones like I was in the balance of okay, am I gonna spend five hundred dollars out of pocket to get a to per to repair the phone, or should I just pay fifty dollars and my cell phone bill goes up twenty bucks a month or something? So that's the option that I chose. Um, and so it's just like, you know, but I'm like, it might be worth it to spend the I don't know two hundred bucks or whatever it is for. Uh, I, I'll have to pull it up and look it up. I might start investing in that Apple Care stuff because because uh, that crap is for the birds. But um, got caught up on some manga, read Fire Force, um, beginning to end. Well, not really beginning. It, I was like 170 chapters in. It was 304 chapters. Uh, so I was able to finish that up. Um, very anticlimactic ending, but outside of that, excellent manga. Um, I like it better than Soul Eater. It was the same um, characters. Um, but I never finished reading Soul Eater, but that's why I can say I liked it better because I started Soul Eater years ago and I just never really got into it. And it, the manga and the anime are, have differences. Um, but yeah, so, um, so I'm trying to read Soul Eater again because that's supposed to be like millennia later. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so I finished the manga was sick for all week um, didn't work out all week um, but lost my taste buds for a couple of days but outside of that 
behind. You know, we back like we never left. Um, Zero, how was your week? Um, I don't see you again. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, I don't know. My, I'm just sitting here and the uh, camera just went out. So, um, my week, like, it was pretty busy. Um, so, so I'm sitting here. Um, we get, um, One of our people quit. Like, of course. They came back for like two days just for them to leave back out. How did you even show up if this is what we're going? So, like, I never, I didn't get that at all. Um, so. So then, um. So, we, of course, went through the week. Um, I got off early a couple of times because there was nothing to do. It was like, I, and um, yeah, and what gets me mad is that the fact that um, they keep on trying to hire people who are, um, who have a freaking, yeah, who have a freaking, uh, criminal record it's like jesus christ like like can, can we can we get somebody that didn't try to stick up a 7-eleven like that that shit is that shit is starting to get on my goddamn nerves it's like every time they get it it was like look i'm just looking for i'm just looking for work it was like look for it somewhere else then because you just you fucking things up over here um Yeah, so, and what was it today pissed me off. I came to, um, yeah, I went to go um, ask for a day off, and um, I got denied. I got denied because um, with the guy quitting, we're behind. So I was like, you know what, that's is exactly why is exactly why I hate working under somebody because it's like I want to get the off you didn't give me any reason as to why um, I had to work two Saturdays in a row to like just for y'all to turn around and just be like when I found when I want to just take one off just to just to get some rest no, we can't because we're behind. It was like, it looks like you shouldn't have laid off all those people then, huh? It was like, you got four people trying to trying to accommodate 15 cities. Like, you know, let's make it make sense here. But what do I know? Just, just an employee, right? And, um... Yeah, that was basically my week. Just work, 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 and yeah, work, 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 and complaint, complaint, complaint. Like this company needs to get their shit together. Period. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I feel you. I feel you on that. I'd be like, I'd be thinking to myself, like, if, like, I don't know. It's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, yo, like, if I need a day off, like, give me my day off. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, we are short staff. Like, okay, well, staff. Like, that, that's that's not my problem. That's a, especially, you know, if a job complains about guys getting overtime and things of that nature. It's like, get out of my face. You know, with your, with your, with your BS. So, um, I feel you on that, man. Uh, I never like working for people. Uh, so it's just, it's just a new thing. New thing that we do, you know, we just hopefully, hopefully can make some maneuvers to where we're not underneath somebody's thumb. Of course, my job isn't not, it's a very strict when it comes to scheduling and things of that nature. They all should be too. Um, but, but, you know, it's just like, just even having to ask permission for a day off is upsetting. Like, yeah, it's like, bars, it was like, I asked for a day off, and they're like, oh, well, can you, well, only one general manager, but she didn't really like me much. Only one GM was like, oh, you know, you can keep, we can find a way for you to make it up. I work 10, 10 to 12 hours a day. What you mean, make it up? Make these up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and she was like, well, you know, we're, we're going to be like a little short staff. Figure it out. I'm not going to be it. Yeah, it's like when you put when you put folks at a disadvantage, it's like, you know, you created this problem you need to fix the problem because it's like for you to like um i just wanted to rest that was it um but it's like for you to like what if like what if i had something very important to do you're just gonna deny it because we're because you say we're behind on like for one we're behind on our stuff because of the fact that people are canceling their appointments. We can't control people canceling their appointments. Like, I can't. It's like, no matter how charismatic I am talking to customers, there are just customers that are just not going to want service. Yeah. And I'm not going to walk, I'm not going to pull and be like, oh, you do you want this service? And they'd be like, Oh no, not today. Um, I'm not going to be home, and I need my interior done. It's like, well, I'm right around the corner, so I'm going to do your shit anyway. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, that just turns into okay. So since y'all just going to be rogue and just want to go ahead and uh, say go ahead and just treat my house without anything, like I'm just gonna, I'd much rather pay the two hundred to cancel my subscription, and that's somebody that respects my wishes versus y'all versus somebody y'all just show it up so y'all can get so y'all can uh so y'all can take my money it's like look it's like i know me and my coworker always talking about it it was like hey i'm not gonna question as to it's like hey i don't want to do a have any service today 
I'll just be like, okay, here's the number to cancel your service or to reschedule. I'm not going to ask them, hey, um, is the, what's the reason as to why you don't want me to come over? It's like, oh, do you not have the funds? Did, did you not clean your home up today? Like, I don't give a damn why they why they don't want it done today. If it's like if they don't if they don't want it done, then they don't want it done. I get it's like it, it only would upset me if I didn't get paid by the hour. If I got paid by the home, if I got paid by the house, it's like nah, I'm showing up. I get paid by the hour. I'm still gonna be driving the same distances. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, so it's like, unless half of my appointments get um get canceled, or you only give me a little bit, that's the only time I'm gonna have work a, a small amount of hours. But other than that, if everything is spread out far enough for me to be driving more time for more time than I'm gonna be treating a house, I'm still gonna work eight hours. Why the hell do I? It's like, oh, we need to make some money. Well. If they don't want the service, they don't want the service. And besides, you we don't do two places that people actually need done. The crawl space and the attic. I understand about the attic. Because some people be like... Some people just be thinking that you could uh, balance on the freaking uh, two-by-fours. And, be, and uh, try to get over to the other side without falling through the ceiling. And be like, hey... I know there's mice on the other side of this blown insulation. Can you go over there? Well, I'm not the weight of a mouse. Yeah. I can't just go over there. So it's like, you know, if they don't want it done, they don't want it done. It's like, respect the wishes of the customer. It's like, you're going to take a loss at some point anyway. I understand you don't want to, but it ain't about, but if you, if if it's the service to customer, they don't want any service. I'm not going to force service on the customer. Like, yeah, it's like, I mean, ultimately, you really can't. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, it's trespassing if you try to do anything, actually. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, we, uh, it's just uh, stuff that happens in business every once in a while. Just keep it pushing, yeah. But, um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get to this, this, um these topics so all-star weekend happened um how do we fix the all-star game we don't the players do <laughs> like i'm just gonna keep that portion of this segment very short and sweet the yeah. players have to compete the players have to want to compete and it takes one of the guys to be a leader and take the game seriously to where guys are gonna compete uh, i remember Giannis. There was one year Giannis was like, hey, we need to start playing defense. And I guess when, you know, and the game was actually looked competitive for a second, I actually wanted to go to the All-Star game next year. Um, I forget what year it was, but there's um, there's one that's coming up soon that's in a decent city. I was not going to go to Indianapolis for the All-Star game. Then I heard it was negative three degrees there too, so that's for the birds. Um, but yeah, so like you know, I wanted to go to an all-star game, and I'm like, I, I don't think, even though I love, you know, players like Giannis, Kawhi, Paul George, um, SGA, 
I'm like, I can't, I can't fathom spending the travel money and the ticket money to watch what I saw on Sunday night uh, or that Sunday night. And then the, the how to fix the dunk contest. I mean, you can't. You can't fix the dunk contest. NBA players are not practicing dunks. Dunk contest dunks on a regular basis. And and then also when it comes to the when it comes to the dunk contest again, it's star players doing great dunks. Um LeBron, I saw this video where this guy said LeBron never participated in the NBA dunk contest because he was actually at the high school, like the All-American dunk contest, and it was actually booed during the dunk contest. So he probably like, yeah, because they said a lot of his dunks were very Dominique Wilkins-like. It was a lot of power, but not very great creative dunks. So um, power dunks aren't the thing like it was back then. I mean, they're, they're, they're certain dunks, if you throw it down with power, it looks better. But um, but at the end of the day, and I know Gilbert Reigns was like, oh, it's been the same couple dunks. I'm like, no, nah, there's, yeah, I get, first, I never saw nobody put their arm in the rim when Vince Carter did that. Like, or do a 360 windmill when Vince Carter did that. So I'm like, I don't know what he was talking about, but. Um, but yeah, All-Star Weekend is broken. But what I think is more broken is the fact that the NBA asked Chris Brown to participate in the celebrity game. Shout out to Michael Parsons dropping 37 on all fools too. I know, but right? He, I think he took like 40 shots though. But like 35 shots. No, 31. <laughs> 17, 30. Um... um and Chris Brown can hoop, you know what I'm saying? From what stuff I've seen, like I've seen him do guys pretty, you know, do like those street baller guys in any ways. And I don't think he's very tall. I think he's like 6'1", 6'2". Um, but, uh, but yeah, just to like say, oh no, the sponsors don't want you, but we need you at the game because we need star power at the game. And I'm like, this just doesn't make sense. Are people still really upset about Chris Brown and Rihanna? Or, because it seems like Chris Brown is still doing very well musically. So I don't know if that many people are still angry with him. Or there, There's probably a generation of people who are, who are NBA fans who don't know about the Chris Brown situation. Chris Brown-Rihanna situation. And, and it's just like, I don't know I don't know how much of a of a deal that should be anymore because like I said it's not like it's, it hasn't stopped him from getting number one hits it hasn't stopped Rihanna from being a multi-millionaire billionaire so you know she's moved on she's you know I don't know if they're married but you know she has I think three, two kids and one on the way or something like that Chris Brown you know has pretty much been a bachelor this entire time but you know, is still making big music and things of that nature, hit music. So I'm like, I don't know how much of a deal that is for the NBA to really like. Is, is Twitter really that loud? Because I think like only like 24 percent of Americans are on Twitter. 
and it's just like so is it really that loud that 20 not most of these people who are talking are probably not even NBA fans who wouldn't patronize the NBA anyways and it's a celebrity game probably the least watched thing on All-Star Weekend but I don't even I don't even think they wanted him to I don't think it was a they did want him to participate in the game they wanted him to sit on the sidelines not even not even just just be in the crowd or yeah be courtside and it's like we don't want you playing but we need your face there it was like why the fuck would you like i don't the, the game is watched never... mostly by women why would, or by men why wouldn't you put women on the sidelines i don't know all right <laughs> so going to, so first point fixing the uh, all-star game I agree. The players got to take it more seriously. Yeah, the players got to take it more seriously, but I still think it's always going to be a catch twenty-two because if uh, because if the if they play more seriously, if they if they play defense and all that, and they had it's a low-scoring game, folks aren't going to be satisfied with it. But then if it's a high-scoring game, I don't think anybody ever said. The All-Star game is too low scoring. It's the it's like Kobe said, it's the world's greatest pickup basketball game. Like dudes play harder at the Drew League than they do at the All-Star game. And these are against guys who uh, it's because they don't have to play in the NBA. It's it's because they're because there's a what's it called? For the like for the NBA, it's basically yeah, it's like I guess for them, it's like uh, any other All Star game. It's a break from the actual season versus when folks are playing at the Drew League. They're probably playing for more. It's it's like when they when they talk about like the uh, the runs at UCLA. They're working on their game. Like what Kobe said. I don't know if it's maybe more so of a pride thing when they go play at the, these uh, Drew, the Drew League and things of that nature to be more entertaining. I don't know. But it's like, um, I don't know what their logic there, is. One more pride in there. Alright. Zero, you the best point guard in the West. I'm the best point guard in the East. We gonna go head to head against each other. Again, uh, in front of the entire world with a, in a game for the fans. Why would there be more pride in a Drew League game that might get thrown on on YouTube for free that you're not going to make any money off? They get paid to do the All-Star game. And the All-Star break, and you know, I just cuz you were saying like that the 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 Anthony Edwards angle like, "Oh, well, it's the break, nobody's really taking it serious." It's 45 minutes, 48 minutes, one night. <laughs> You got you got the the four days I think it's three or four days before the All Star weekend, and then three or four days after the All Star game. Yeah, like I think the first game was Friday, so it was like a week after the game before they play. Just give the fans what they want. They voted for you, so they can watch you play this game. Give the fans a game. Give the fans a game. It doesn't necessarily have to be 
high scoring, low scoring. You got to play like a playoff atmosphere. It doesn't have to be that. But actually compete is what the problem is. Yeah, it's like I understand giving them a show like with the dunks and everything, but let's do like in bet- it's like in the meantime, in between time, like you said, competes. Like, like what's it called? Yeah, it's like I I never I never understood like what was what what year was it? Was it tw- um oh one? Where they were talking, where uh, I think it's on YouTube, they were talking about the most competitive five minutes in all star game history, and they were just going, yeah, it's like they were going back and forth, but they were still playing tough. I think it was that one where Iverson won um, all star game MVP, but I, I believe that's what which one it was. It was like people harken back to that, or even Jordan's last, um. Jordan's last all-star game it was like you know I know that game was high scoring but there's still but down the stretch it was still the competitive show that folks wanted to see it used now to be you got like, Damian Lillard taking five three-pointers from half court now was like, there was a time where it was like the first half was for the fans the second, and the second half, half was, for, was the for the players <laughs> like okay, like all right, yeah. Now that y'all got y'all show, like, who, who better east or west? Like you know, what I'm saying like there was there was there was that, or and then it started tailoring into like the fourth quarter was, you know, like the game. You know, what I'm saying, and it's just like again now it's just, it's like it, these there's people who travel to come see this event, you know, and it's just like you know it's not a regular season game. Yeah, so it's just like were... to be like, oh yeah, well it's a vacation. Now the guys who don't make the All Star break, they are truly on vacation usually. They usually yeah. travel somewhere. But the other the guys who are complaining, saying like the All Star break, there wasn't enough time, and they ended up extending that time to where it's about a week and a half, almost two week break in the NBA. Like yo, you, y'all got from Sunday or Saturday morning. So, and not everybody plays that Friday night. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's it, until whenever your next game is. Like take three or four days with your family, and then also these NBA players. Not saying what they do isn't a hard job, but half the league is not playing in April. Yeah. And, <laughs> so and you got and from April to I think training camp, training camp. Is like September. September. So you got five months off. Like, yo, just give the fans a show. These people spend money to come Shoot. see our play. There was see a, the um, greatest, there was a, world's greatest pickup game. Like, there was a um, a YouTube influencer or a social media influencer, a Duke Dennis, made a video talking about he spent this money. To go to Indianapolis and part yeah, to to be at the All Star game, he was like uh, to be all, there for All Star weekend. The motherfucker left Saturday, went back home. He said, "I'd much rather be laying in the bed watching Law and Order than to be than to be in Indianapolis at the <laughs> for All Star weekend." And he paid the money to go ahead and do it. It's like you know how bad it is when somebody when. And I think he was supposed to part. I think he 
was supposed to or he did participate in the um in the celebrity game and he decided um, he so didn't even want to stay for somebody the rest like of that the i don't have sympathy for because he got the money to do so but like <laughs> like if he was broke and it was like <laughs> he wouldn't have done that but like Nah, I, I wasn't I, I like get where he's coming from though where it's like yeah yo, it's like, like why do I want to stay so, it's so subpar I'd rather lose money than to <laughs> stick around and deal with this stuff yeah so, and it's like you I don't even know what like the skills competition is like what do we yo when not they when they to be honest when Anthony Edwards starts shooting up left handed threes uh, I'm like <laughs> Y'all said this guy was like Jordan. There was no Jordan way, wasn't even a three point shooter. He participated in three point shooting contest, and I think he his shot. I think his, his score is one of the worst three point contest scores of all time, if not the worst. What what are we talking about? That no Jordan's gonna take that seriously because he wants to win. Exactly. Like, it's on, like, yeah, man. it was like you shooting left-handed. It was like you, like this, like I. They were trying to do all the attractions, like the LED. Yeah, you know, what was it? The uh, the LED court. Like, like dunk contest. Uh, Matt McClung said he was gonna give us two dunks that we never saw before. Like, I've seen all these dunks before. I mean, he like, like the one where he like bobbled the ball. It was kind of like yeah. a throw to himself, and a, a lot of people was like, "That was a great dunk." I was not impressed Yo, with that dunk. When I saw, when I saw that, it was like, "Did that like, get a 50? Yeah, it got a fifty. Like, what was it? Was it three of his dunks no, 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 jumping no, 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 over no, no, somebody? No. The ju- jump over Shaq was a fifty. That didn't get a fifty, and people was like, "That should have been a 50. And don't get me wrong, Jalen Brown's dunks was pure buds <laughs> when he did the jump when he jumped over the dude sitting in the chair and, and covered his eyes after he made the dunk and I'm like yeah he ain't got the elevation to be in no dunk contest yeah, but did like he do a Michael Jackson glove one or was that the same one I don't know I don't jumped? remember I don't yeah, remember he, I think he did yeah, have he, a Michael Jackson glove I think he did come on that thing <laughs> and I'm like I think you're giving a props for like, even uh, for even participating because like it was like the star Brown, participating. You know in crazy. I I haven't really bet NBA so far because I was so caught up in the NFL. But now, once the all or now the All Star break is like over, come tomorrow I'm gonna start doing research and betting NBA. But like Jalen Brown first basket, like dunk first basket. Uh huh. Is it's not a bad bet. Like, he actually gets a lot of dunks in. Surprisingly, I don't know what happened this year, but he, he's been dunking the ball a lot. So I ain't mad that he was in the dunk contest. And he was like, yo, F it. If they, nobody else want to do it, I'll do it again. I love exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. Everybody <laughs> like, we're talking to you about it. Y'all hate it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all ain't I'm saying. It's like... that. There was more excitement with folks missing three pointers in the three point contest than it was when people were executing dunks. It was like then, you got more ex- like the only thing that was more ex- that was um, 
the only thing that was exciting about the dunk contest is when they blew the smoke from the back of the, <laughs> the back of the rim for every dunk. <laughs> I'm like, and you know, he was like, yeah, we're going to get dunks you've never seen before. I'm like, he did the John Wall dunk over Shaq. That's not, that's, that's, like, that was nothing. Then he, like I said, the bobble dunk. That yeah. was, to me, like, I remember when Dwight Howard, like, I was impressed. And then when I saw it in slow motion, I was what when he uh slapped he threw it ball. off the backboard twice. <laughs> I'm like, no, that like that's like that was a that was a crazy dunk. Then when I saw it again, I'm like, in slow motion, I'm like, yo, like that, especially a guy as big as him he being able to be in the air for twice. that long to <laughs> dribble the ball off the off the backboard pretty much and dunk it. Like McClung, I'm like Okay, I'm like, oh, it looked like he lost it, but then still got it. But then when I saw he did it on purpose, it brought it down. Like, it brought my impressive press rate down. I'm like, oh, he did that on purpose? I'm like, ah. And people was like, yo, that should have been a 50. And I'm like, okay, Matt McClung gets three extra points every dunk because he's white. Yep. Because he's white and short. Like, I mean, he's not short per se, but he's 6'2". And you're usually a height of a guy winning dunk contest. So like I, I'll give him I'll give him that he's a very good dunker. Um but and he's probably the best dunker, dunk contest dunker in the NBA and G League right now. But there was no impressive dunk when I watched that dunk contest. I was like, and then the three-point contest, the one that the, where they did the the girl, man, why can't I think of her name? Who fought uh, Sabrina? Um, Sabrina. I forget um, how to say her last name. Sabrina versus Steph, and then Sabrina was like, "Oh yeah, well I backed it up to the NBA three point line because I really wanted that, that smoke, and I still almost got it." And I'm like, "But you weren't, y'all weren't shooting. She didn't shoot with an NBA ball. She was still shooting with a woman's ball. Now I think it's like a two foot difference or something like that." And she did great. She did great. I, no, I don't want to take nothing away from her. But I'm just like, and they were like, yeah, she would like. I'm like, if you're gonna handicap it, like, because people's like, oh, well, he's used to shooting from that range. I'm like, when does Steph shoot from just right, right at the three point line? Like, <laughs> Steph shoots from all kinds of range. If you would have moved it in, and y'all were y'all were handicapping it to where both of them shot from the female three point line, he probably makes every shot. We've seen Steph Curry on camera make a hundred four consecutive three point shots. Like, let's not act like this dude that don't, don't make this stuff. Like, he's the greatest shooter of all time in most people's minds for a reason. In my mind as well. I shouldn't say most people. Um, I mean, there's some people might think other guys are better shooters, but. Um, but you know, saying so he's the best shooter I've ever seen. So I'm like, yeah, the handicap was kind of whack. So I'm glad she didn't take the handicap. Um, but then it's just like it was like a moral victory, and I hate moral victories. It's like, oh well, I was shooting from the same range he was, and you know, I only lost by three. You lost. <laughs> you lost. Yeah, is that is that motherfucker that played in the video game? 
And he's like, yeah, I beat you. He's like, you only beat me by one point. You took yeah, it out. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, it, it's, it reminds me, she was actually more competitive than me. It reminds me of Charlo when he was like, yeah, well, you know, when he lost to Canelo. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I ain't getting knocked out. You lost. He got beat, you got beat up by a guy who was tired by the seventh round. <laughs> Completely gassed by the seventh round. And you was you were so shell shocked, you were like, Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna collect this check. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I I used to call myself Charlo Triplet. After them, they last because we all got the same birthday. After the after seeing that and Big Charlo take a 14-year hiatus. Nah, bro, I, I, I renounce. I renounce. <laughs> and they've been taking L's on and they've been taking like, take Yeah, your son got slapped by and Caleb Flynn. The- Y'all know I love Caleb Flynn. I'm a fan of Caleb Flynn. <laughs> you can't get slapped by son and then nothing happens to you. No way. <laughs> you got slapped no and started way. following him. No how. No how. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name today. No way, no how. <laughs> Yo, come on. Shout to Rob Parker. Yo, because he, because my man Walter Bond Hill gave you that quick skibbity pat, and you did nothing. You ain't swing back or nothing. <laughs> they just, said because he was looking up, but so I can understand, like, where he's like, what, like, he's not coherent. But I don't care. At least swing. Like you felt the slap, exactly. though. At least, at least be, at least be. A... <laughs> Hold me back. At least you know pull one of those. At least pull a Draymond. You know what I'm saying? Or not Draymond. Who's the one dude? At least pull a Carmelo. You know what I'm saying? Or, just, uh, just swing in the state. I, uh, what was it? Um, I think it's Isaiah Stewart when he got elbowed by LeBron. All of a sudden, he all of a sudden he he doing all sorts of pass rush moves, and then when he's like three inches away from LeBron, is then he then he stops charging him. <laughs> like you threw everybody down, and as soon as you got near LeBron, all of a sudden you halt. That was a that was a hold me back moment. <laughs> Oh, hold me back. At least go one of those like you really try to fight, but you, but like you don't want to fight, but you but you yeah. you, you make it look like you're trying to fight. You know, At least do one that, of those big Charlie. That moment it was so much funnier when somebody put Stone Cold Steve Austin's music in the background. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Stone Cold! Stone Cold! No, Stone Cold would have stunned his ass. <laughs> I'm like, yo, bro, like, you gotta do better, man. So, yeah, like, but, you know, it's All Star Weekend, man. I love, I, 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 and then I'm seeing, I'm seeing, what's his name? Cat throwing up the 50. Hey, I'm like, y'all down by 41. What do you mean? What are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? You're down by 41 in an All-Star game when nobody plays defense. I don't know that so much. <laughs> I mean, they were literally down by 41. <laughs> it might as well have been. He threw out that 50, thought he was going to win All-Star Game MVP. He was like, Yo, you, you got to win the game for you to do that shit. <laughs> That's Yeah, when you like... Hey, you know we—it's close. I can win All Star MVP. Nah, and I don't think Dane should have won. I think um, Halliburton should have got it. But um, 
because that dude was on fire. Dane just took more shots. That's pretty much what it came down to. It's like it's the hometown guy giving the all star. But I yeah, know the I fans. Dane said he was surprised that he even got it too. Yeah, but he was like trying to trying to like say why he deserved it though. Like, shut up, you did. Like, <laughs> 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 like you know, freaking Halliburton and missed like four shots the whole game. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Even shoot, even though, even though he shoot like uh, every time he takes a shot, he's tearing his rotator cuff. Yeah, that dude got a crazy ugly jump shot. That thing going, <laughs> that thing going. <laughs> look, I would look if if I were to trade because I've had so many basketball guys see like talk about my shooting form, and they like. And they're like, yo, I swear every one of your shots are going to go in. Like, because of how you shoot it. And they don't. <laughs> so if I were trade, he could take my three-point shooting percentage. And I take his three-point shooting percentage. And his four, I'll trade it any day. <laughs> it's like that. Yo, that dude shoot like he changing a light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Who used to have a funky jump shot? Uh, Kevin Martin? Yes, Kevin Martin. Uh, Peja had a funky jump shot. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Nah. Yo, that I'm talking nigga, about somebody no. who can actually shoot. <laughs> like, actually, somebody who made shots. I ain't talking about um, <laughs> Would you say Larry Bird or Dirk because they had a hitch? Nah. Nah, because I've seen enough guys with a hitch. But um and shoot from that high above their head. Uh, um, Sean Marion. Sean Marion. Yo, Sean that Marion. dude. I, I'm <laughs> like, I saw this one dude like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot with Sean Marion's four. It might have been you... the lethal shooter guy that was doing it like before he became like big on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. It might have been him because he was like, he 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 did that. Whoever was shooting like Sean Marion. Didn't didn't miss two shots in a row. <laughs> so it might have been the lead to shoot a guy, but I don't know. It was a dark skinned black dude, and he was hoisting that thing. And I'm like, <laughs> well, how did you slow the tape down enough to see what his form was? I'm like, the dude shot from his belly button. <laughs> you thought he was passing the ball and he overshot it. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, he's wide he like, open. I'm like, oh, he passed that thing. Oh, it's going up. It's going to go up to the basket. <laughs> Swag them. It went in. Oh, that must have been one of you. It's like, 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 they throw out exactly. the And it's like, he's like, he like, like, on the court. And he did again. <laughs> he was like, ain't nobody going for this. Like, ain't nobody going for the ball. Yo, I'm Switch. like, yo, y'all even have to put a hand up to block it. You just got to stand there. You got to throw it at your chest. <laughs> You don't even know if it's a, if it's a block or a steal. The rest is the stat. The stat guys are just looking at each other like <laughs> plus minus. <laughs> <laughs> they like All right, if, he puts a, if he puts a hand up, it's a block. If he don't, it's a steal. What are you doing that? You know, he shoot from his belly button. Like, like I've never seen they... a guy shoot from the hip in real life. On a basketball court. They're going to make up a new stat called IS inadvertent steal. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) Did he need to? It's a turnover. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's that's some that's some Sean Marion's jump shot was natural. For real. <laughs> What's his name? I, I don't think he was a great jump shooter, but he was a good jump shooter for a center. Bill Cartwright. Funky jump Yo. shot. Yo, that dude is either he missed it or went swish. And there was no in yeah. between. There was no, there was no rattling. Around. Like how you hold the ball up like a child, and then flick your wrist. <laughs> when I saw that dude shoot in slow motion, I was like, "This has got to be a lie." Yo, that, that dude <laughs> he had a funky no, jump shot. He's like no elbow. What's the what's the um, what's the, the 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 acronym for good jump shot? Rise? No follow through. Right for no, there's like forest and there's like another one. I can't remember what it was. Reef. Um. Rise. Is it like rise, elevate, elbow, follow through, or something like that? Yeah. Um, anyways, I don't remember what it was. Um, I, like I said, I've never been a good jump shooter, so. <laughs> so I, I clearly didn't follow the rule. Yo, but, but um, I hated I hated some people seeing some people's jump shots like Carl Malone. Like I watch, I, I was seeing some highlights of Carl Malone when he he would sh- it would be a regular it would be regular just regular jump shot, but it's the the thing about it is when he shot it he'd shoot when he was des- yeah he released the ball when he started descending. It was like mm. there's no way in hell that dude's making this shot because even because yeah, uh, what Carl was Malone's it? Was a damn bucket. Yo, it was like even with the uh, what's it called. Uh, when they were talking about the um, that um, USA scrimmage, and uh, Magic Johnson was like, uh, Carl, "Carl Malone said he's like, uh-uh, Carl, you can't have him say that." And then to show him turn around and shoot the shot, you see him turn around and shoot the shot. He doesn't release it until he's on his way down. It's like there's no way in hell that I, I'm in the air. I'm not gonna say for that long, but I'm in the air and don't shoot it until I'm on my way down. That like it just like I don't I don't see how the hell like you because you, you got folks like Steph that'll shoot it on the way up, and you'll have folks like Ray Allen that would get to the apex of his jump and then release, but. It's like I only yeah, seen Carl. Yeah, that's I only text. seen Carl um on the way down release the shot when he uh, when he took a jump shot. Well, at, as his jump shot cuz Jordan yeah, as his jump shot because way down a lot. Did he? I thought he was one of those um he released it at the apex no, of his jump. No, it's just no, that he did on his normal jump shot, but if he didn't have a shot, he would you know, he was known for hanging in the air. And sometimes he'd be coming down and shoot the that dude. People really don't know how good of a score MJ was, man. Like y'all gotta watch like y'all gotta really pay attention to some of the shots he would make and how like it would just go in. <laughs> you like I know I know NBA players was looking at that like 
What am I supposed to do with that? You know, it's the funniest Jordan, like the funniest Jordan, um, um, what's it called? Highlight that I've ever seen. You know, when Jordan steals the ball and he, and, um, he gets fouled by Bill Lambeer when he, when he spins around and lays it up. Mm -hmm. It's not even when he makes the shot. If you look in the background when they got the camera on him, there's a Detroit Piston with his hands folded just looking at him in disbelief. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he, like, he's just looking at him like... <laughs> like, like you, <laughs> you, you know, like, there's guys who, who are great scorers, you know, and who have always been the guys who can get the ball. But there's certain guys... Where it was like, like, like for example, LeBron's a great scorer. I don't know why this narrative that he's a pass first player. I don't understand why where that comes from. But LeBron is a great scorer. But like, I never watched LeBron and was like, how? Like, how did he make that? Same thing, Kevin Durant. Like, I'm like, never watched him as great of a scorer he is. It's like, yo, how the heck did he make that shot? But like Allen Iverson was one of those guys. Like, yeah, Kyrie Irving is one of those guys. Like, I remember in the finals when they won. I don't even. Th- I think it was Game Six. I don't. I don't th- it wasn't Game Seven, but it might have been Game Seven. It was one of those closeout games, though. And Kyrie was throwing up layups, and if it touched the glass, it went in. And it's like, but it hit there. <laughs> and then it rolled up the glass and then bounced <laughs> off the glass slightly to drop the drop straight down in it. I, yeah. I mean, I'm exaggerating this a little bit. I'm like, that, that, dude, that dude shot. got it. <laughs> exactly. That it's dude got an A plus plus. <laughs> <laughs> he got an A plus plus in English. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm joking. I'm exaggerating. But I'm like, it was like if it touched the glass, it was going in. Like, did this like, motherfucker just do a snake that. shot? Um, um, yeah. <laughs> 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 twist serves. You know, like, <laughs> like, I'm like, what is going Like, you know, <laughs> the Boo Valley, he and all the Prince of Tennis move. I'm like, this, I'm, you know, same, Michael Jordan doing the same thing. Um, um, uh, Larry Bird was another guy where it's just like, like you know, the one game where he dropped forty sevens left-handed, just you know, he didn't use his right. He was like, "Oh, I'm saving it for the Lakers." Like, who? Like, and you're just watching this, like, yo, he's really making left-handed jump shots. He's really make. He's really turning over both shoulders, shooting left-handed. Like, th- th- these are things like, yeah. and that's why I hate when people say, "Oh, like these guys were trash in, in back in the day." There's one guy who's been who's developed a a big social media following saying 80s basketball was trash. This was trash in the 80s. This is and this and the other. And I'm just like, I'll still watch those games and be in awe of certain guys. And I don't really get that a whole lot with a lot of these guys in today's game. Not saying like there's a difference where it's like, yo, I like I've seen this game before. Like you know, like we, Jordan, like Kobe, we've seen Jordan, or 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 uh, or LeBron. Like LeBron is like his game is a combination of 
like Carl Malone, a little bit of Magic Johnson, a little bit of um, yeah, maybe those two guys is probably the best combination of player you can come up with with them. And it's just like, but there's no, there's never been outside the one shot I would say I'm like, how did LeBron make that? Was that wizard shot where he caught it? He caught it deep, turned around, three pointer. <laughs> that I mean, that's his best shot ever. That's his best yo, it was shot. Like, that was quid. Like, and then he was that. like, he told John Wall, like, yo, I do this. And then John Wall's like, shut the hell up, man. You don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. You don't do that. But, you know, like the movie <laughs> said, there's certain shots that go in that you shouldn't have made. Exactly. That's one, that was the only time I can remember where I looked at LeBron and was like, yo. Even guys like, y'all know, or I probably haven't said this on the podcast. Carmelo Anthony is one of my favorite players of all time. Though a great scorer, I've never watched his game. Was like, how the heck did he find a way to make that shot? Those certain some of those thoughts never came to my mind. Tracy McGrady, the the thirty five second thing, thirteen points in thirty five seconds. The shots weren't like unbelievable shots. It was just an unbelievable 35 seconds where it's like how did all of this happen for him to keep getting the ball keep getting excuse me to his spot and 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 make every shot that but not like he was fouled he was fouled turned around threw the ball up and it went in you know from from 34 feet away from the hoop or something like that. Like, I don't really get that. Steph Curry is a guy who does that a lot. Um, Dame Lillard sometimes. Steph, I think Steph does a little more than Dame. But like, Dame, Dame, the depth of his shots is is one thing. I don't really get the, how did you make that? Because it's still a clean shot a lot of times. Yeah. But it's just the distance is, is, is amazing. But I'm talking about like, a guy making a shot that it is the grace is by the grace of the heavenly father himself that they made the shot you know like, like and I just don't get that from a lot of the great scores in the NBA and I'm not talking about like fluky shots either like we all see those shots like um who was it uh remember Andre Iguodala like he got fouled lost the ball he wasn't looking, yeah. he was like looking down and threw it up and it went. Yeah. I'm not talking about a fluke shot. I'm talking about these guys, certain guys are regularly making these types of shots. Yo, and I still hate that shot because they called a foul and every time I look at the replay, that man did not get touched. <laughs> yeah, he just like lost the ball on his own. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I, I, I just... That's why I mean I love watching old basketball because I'm like how how did you do that how did you you know what I'm saying like even like the dribbling like like I love old school not like 40s 50s basketball where they only dribble with one hand but I'm like I I would watch certain guys and it's just like yo like the defense was perfect on that how did you get through that double team and throw the ball here, get it here, to put it here behind your back, and then 
and it's just like, and you're on your knees, you're dribbling through four different guys on your knees and stuff like that. You're not seeing guys do that. You don't really see a whole lot of that in today's game, mainly because they don't really double team as much in the sport. It's so space nowadays. You don't get to see. You really don't get to, like, step, I, I, the last time I can remember guys, like, really using their handles, like, in traffic. The one that stands out is when Steph, I think, against the Clippers. And he, like, loses the ball. He's throwing the ball. He's here. He's there. Four niggas is on him. And then he then he just finds himself with one second on the shot clock, throwing up a three. And and Steve, Steve Kerr is looking at him like, what are you? Yeah! Because <laughs> he made the shot. Like, that's the last time I can remember dudes really like breaking down a whole defense with their handles. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you see that more back in the day and people are saying like, oh, it's because they couldn't play defense back in the day. And it's like, nah, that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? It's it's no, they actually were playing defense <laughs> and they and they couldn't do anything about it. Because the because the handles had to be so tight. Like even I think Kenny Smith was like the NBA didn't allow them to dribble the way that Kyrie stepped now. He was like, "Is there the be- are they the best handles I've seen in the NBA?" Yeah, but everybody did that in New York at the park. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even us, like in our time, everybody was not everybody, but dudes who had handles was doing what Steph and, and Kyrie and, and James Harden and guys who were known to have handles do on a regular basis, you know what I'm saying? Without carrying the ball like hand one dudes, you know? So, oh man, I miss those times, man. But God love the NBA. God love the NBA. Um, I forgot what else we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, shoot. Um, let me see if I can think of it. Nah. Um, there was something I wanted to run by you, but I don't remember what it was. So I'll, if I pick it up, I'll probably write it down for the next podcast. But you know, I, I forgot what, we, what else we were supposed to talk about. And I just, we just went on this uh, old school NBA rant. Um. <laughs> Oh, oh, Allen Iverson. So Brian Windhorst said that Allen Iverson's game wouldn't translate to today's NBA in but so many words. Tim Legler also said the same thing. He said it was due to efficiency. Um, Allen Iverson wasn't a great jump shooter. Um, Wasn't a great jump shooter by today's standards, or really, to be honest, any standards, because there, there, he, he was in that he he was he started at like Monte Ellis mode, that Steve Francis mode, like small smaller guards. Well, Steve Francis wasn't really a small guard, but um, you know shorter guards, not very efficient shooters, but they just got buckets, um, and that didn't really last long in the NBA. And uh, he's saying like, hey, Allen Iverson wouldn't have lasted in the NBA or would have gotten the green light he got in the NBA because he was pretty much like he was the offensive guy surrounded by great defensive players 
they wouldn't have like teams aren't built like that anymore. Huh. Um, that sound like that sound like uh, not like Steph and the Warriors. Great offense. Clay is the reason. Clay is the reason why I can understand why people won't equate that because they're called the Splash Brothers. So I understand where you're coming from. It was really like four, three, three, like what? It was Clay, Clay, Draymond. Who's the other guy who's pretty good defensively? Iguodala. Yeah, Iguodala. So they, they, they never had a great defensive center. So, like, they had those three guys that you could kind of hide Steph defensively. Um, so, yeah, but you're right, though. I, I would say it's because Clay is, uh, you know, he's he's had 60-point games, in, you know, in his career. So, while they, <laughs> who was going to get that? You'll never, you'll never, seven? you would, so, <laughs> nobody. But the next best score was on the bench, Aaron <laughs> Yeah, and that's sad. It was like when you, if if Eric Snow scored twenty in a game, he shot too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like now, you, you better get his twenty now, from the free throw line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Allen Iverson was known to be unguardable. You can't touch guys. You can't. And one thing, Allen Iverson, he got to the basket so fast. In a time where you could hand check still, you could, which I, I, I hate when people say like you can't hand check in today's league. You you can a little bit. It, it, they, they'll they let you with a faster guy put, yeah. It's just as as not, it's not as, like super egregious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've seen guys forearm guys to try to slow them down, like put the forearm on the hip or something like that. Um, now they'll get called for a foul a lot of times if they go up for a shot and they're still on them. But you can still slow guys down a little bit with the arm. But um but with that being said, does Wendy have a point? Can Allen Iverson would an Allen Iverson average 35 to 40? You know, Allen Iverson said about 43. Average, but Look, I think he, the league. but I, I think I don't think thirty-five to forty isn't it, with the green light he had is yeah I don't I would I me I would say between I would say between twenty-eight to thirty-two. Um, but he did that when when the NBA was physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. But um. The only is like, is like what we discussed. This is this is a question of because of how, because um, the game the, the game is played where there's more three point shooting than anything, and because he wasn't a great three point shooter or jump shooter to be um at all, really, like <clears throat> you're looking at it, you're looking at it through. It's it's like how we talk about it, you know, place a player in a specific era. And I think that's more like because you see what Iverson did back in that day. Yeah, back when he was playing. Mm. And you tried to say you try to say, well, he wouldn't he wouldn't last because you're still thinking about what his game was when he came into the league up until he retired. And you place him in a, you place him in a, um, 
in a league now that's completely different from when he actually played and you think that he would last it's like the it's like if you because it's not like because Iris is my favorite player of all time it's not like he wasn't adaptable because when they took away his crossover because they were calling Carrie every time he did his crossover he stopped doing that and his natural ability to be able to get to the basket to have the handles that he does made it to where he could be able to he could be able to drop you and be able to get around you without having to use the move that you try that you basically did your best to outlaw so it's not like he don't know how to adapt mm-hmm. but you're but you're but the problem is because he wasn't an efficient three-point shooter that you were that it's like oh he wouldn't survive in this game like folks always use it was like folks i know when folks use the same well i don't understand why they don't ever use the same thing with jordan because i know he was a great mid-range he had a great mid-range he hardly ever shot threes mm-hmm. but when it came it comes to jordan they say he's gonna average 50 that he would average 50 in today's game yeah. but even back then he didn't really shoot threes but nobody ever says anything about jordan not being able to yeah not even not being able to shoot threes but not utilizing the three-point line like how they utilize it today why is it that why is it that they don't have that argument and i love jordan too Uh, it's not it's not a knock on jordan you never use that argument against jordan but i'm pretty sure this is the argument you're going to use against iverson it doesn't make any sort of sense to me i think Al Iverson was an efficient jump shooter on any portion of the court. It wasn't gotcha. like he had a great mid-range game either. So but I think remember, it's just like, like, because Jordan also was really good at making the ball too. So like, yeah, twenty footers, okay. twenty-one footers. So you know, a step back to make threes. If 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 his game translated to that, because even guys like George George Gervy, he was like, he was like, yeah. Well, I mean. My, my he, I remember him saying like, "Well, my 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 thing was always to get the easiest shot." So yeah, if he so his thing was, if I can get a fifteen footer, I can get a twelve footer. That's what he said. Yeah, like, he was like, you know, because it's an easier shot, I can make that easy. If I and can get today, a twelve footer, I can get a layup. Yeah, you know, and with so today, just so I, I think that's how that's how Jordan them came up, and Al Iverson because he was so. You know, again, he was so fast. And that's why I, I understand where you're coming from, but that's why I think he would average more because one, they call more fouls now yeah, for, for, right, for right. not as much contact. And two, if he, you couldn't, you guys would meet him at the rim, clobber him at the rim, and he would get in ones on Chris. I think there was one year, I think he led the league in a Yeah, because so like, with the analytics nowadays is like it's either you take the three you get you take the it's either the it's at the lane. basket exactly so yeah. if the if fastest the guy on the court the he gets a shot and if you get fouled you can still get three points guys aren't really fouling on mid-range jump shots and it's a hard and it doesn't have the reward the, the distance doesn't have the same reward as a three-point so just that's what i'm saying so it's like alan iverson like that, like friggin' Kevin Garnett said about Michael Jordan, 
when he stole the ball from Michael Jordan, he was like, they ran the same play. He blinked and someone's to the cup. <laughs> that was Allen Iverson every play. <laughs> that was Allen Iverson every play. So it's just like, so if you blink and you to the cup and your center, your center can't be in the paint, can't, can't control the paint like they could back then. Allen Iverson here. You blink all of us in here. <laughs> and the center blink. The center can't even the center gotta have freaking um uh eye drops in his eyes <laughs> at all times. Because if he blink, he's giving up a layup. That's in the because so if the guy in front of him can't stay in front of Iverson, what makes you think the center is going to move fast enough for him to get in front he of Iverson? He's always at your center. Now your center got four fouls in four minutes. And you look at him like, yo, why you keep out him? He's like, every time, I'm always late. I'm always late. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I got to do something. I'm, I'm going to color people time how you want to be. Like, I'm just... <laughs> I don't even want to be. I'm actually trying to be on time. I left 30 minutes for this game. Five hours later, <laughs> I'll be there in five minutes. I, look, it takes seven minutes for me to get to work. I left 30 minutes ago. I don't know why there was an accident today. I can't feel that. <laughs> that's what he's getting for 40 minutes every game. That's, that's what I'm like, no, he would average 30. I, now, I'm not saying he would do the 43. I'm not saying... I'm not saying average that because that's tough. Like you gotta uh, shoot a lot of shots. He's gonna get a couple of forty. He's gonna but get a couple 35, 10 40 point games. <laughs> average thirty five is very because you know only only Harden and um and B was on his way to averaging thirty five. Only Harden and Kobe is averaging thirty five since Jordan. And so yeah. it's 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 not easy to average thirty five. Allen Iverson closely got to like thirty three and a half or something like that. But yeah. it's just like. But like I said, this is when you could touch him. This is when you could push him around a little bit. This is, and then this is when, this is when there was nobody else he could get a ball to for buckets. Now, that, that, so, so imagine that. Imagine Allen Iverson with Clay Thompson that he could kick it to. Oh my and he, goodness! <laughs> he was either giving up a layup or giving up a three to Clay. Or now Allen Iverson, you're probably not playing that one-four spacing because of, he's a small guy. So you're probably not playing that. But all you all he needs is two corner men. All he needs is two corner men like a boxer. And he either here, here, here. Come on, man. That, so that's he, all if he, he needs. If, he, if he's averaging 28, he averaging 11 assists. <laughs> if he's only averaging 28, he's averaging 11 assists. That's what I'm saying. Like, these guys don't understand how nasty these all-time great players are. And they in just look at era. it. They just look at analytics and be like, "Nah, he wouldn't be efficient enough." That's what I'm saying. Like, so one, well, I think I'm Lashawn McCall. Is like, no, you can't push him to set up. You have no say <laughs> or no athletic. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yo, I'm with, I'm, I'm with him. You know what I'm saying? Look, look, hey, look, people. I know I'm a chubby guy. I can rip out 50 push-ups. I promise y'all, I can. You know what I'm saying? I've been in the gym, so I'm saying I could rip out. The, I ain't Brian Windhorse. I ain't. I can, I can hit like, the You know what I'm saying? When now, I'm in the gym, I be pressing the 75s like it's nothing. I'm just nah, out but here, but, but but let's but but let's also be clear too. Just because folks 
haven't played basketball on a professional level doesn't mean that they're not allowed to talk basketball. No, that's not but, what he said. But, though. but, but, no, 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 I'm saying, no, <laughs> yeah, no that's yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But that doesn't mean that you could just say any old shit out of your mouth Yo. because you've covered basketball. Yo, because you never you never blink to see the guy like this. Exactly. You've never seen it. You've because, never seen it. Because you remember... Uh, Brian Winters, he might be your, guy uh, blink and see his fast food plate going. But. Yo, who is your co-worker <laughs> that right came to... Now, who is your co-worker who came to... Uh, that went to the uh, wreck with us? Uh, the it's one that I kept... I'm trying oh. to think. It was the short, it was short white dude. Like every time he got the ball, I said that he Richie, was calculating. <laughs> it's Richie, like what happened? What happened when? What happened when Richie? When the one time Richie guarded me. <laughs> I don't remember. He, he I, I know. Once. I know. I know. <laughs> he said. I know. He said. He was like, "Man, your brother." He said, "Your brother, like he's a quick one." I was like, what? He, I was like, you think? I said, man, you could. I said, Richie, because Richie was like in his late thirties. So I was like, yeah. Richie, you could have got him in your prime. He was like, no, like. <laughs> he was like, he said, he said, I, he said, I, I, I was in front of him, and he said he was going to his right, and I was going to my right. And then he was gone, and I was still going to my right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, my left, my left, his left, your right, his left. He's like, so I'm going. I, he's like, I think I thought I was with him, and he was laying the ball up, and I'm still, <laughs> I'm still moving in the direction that I saw him moving. To. He's like, I just saw an after image. I was guarding his after image. Y'all were checking the ball up. <laughs> I was still guarding his after image. That joke was hilarious. He was like, yeah, I was guarding his after image. I was, I was like, he was like, I've never seen that like that. He was like, and I played on basketball team. I never seen nothing like that. <laughs> I've never seen so much quickness. He was like, yeah, so after that. Like, yep, I'm not gonna guard him no more. <laughs> He's like, I made sure I stay on my man. I wasn't switching nothing. <laughs> well, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't defending shadows. <laughs> yeah, I remember that joke had me in. Who was there? I forgot who was there when he was telling, when he was saying, when he was talking about it. It was another co worker there. He was the man that, that, that but whoever it was. Was dying laughing. He was like, nah. He was like, man. He was like, Jay, brother, did you like that? And he was like, man. And he was like, and he was like, and he was like, he was like, the thing was, there was nobody who could stay in front of him. It didn't matter who it was. That's what this is Alan Iverson we're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if if. If Zero versus Allen Iverson, they ran a show of time, who would have been quicker? I never d- defended Allen Iverson. I'm just saying, Zero never had a problem in a pickup basketball game or any kind of basketball game where somebody could stay in front of him. You know, like even, even somebody like myself who knew every, who knew, who studied Zero, who like 
had a who had a scouting report on zero because I watched him play so much and I played against him so much. Even somebody like myself would have a difficult time sometimes staying in front of him. Or I shouldn't say sometimes, a lot of times. And I'm the only one of the few people who could stay in front of him. They, so that's what I'm saying. They, and I, that's, I honestly believe it's only because I've, I've been with him my whole life. There were people, Zero is not an NBA player. So just think about that. He's not an NBA player. And this is Allen Iverson making NBA players look slow. <laughs> this Allen Iverson who's, who got, there's players in the NBA who got stories like Rich. I was there. And then I was moving right. And he was moving right. But Allen Iverson crossed you up. And then all of a sudden, he was moving left. I was still going right. My, my body said go back right. My feet said keep going left. Next thing I know, I'm looking up at the sky. I'm seeing lights, cameras, action. He's like, count the lights Mr. like he. I hear Mr. Cheeks saying, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. The crowd's going crazy. Somebody broke on me. The ball bouncing off my head. I don't know what happened. I just know my whole, like my whole body was telling me to go in nine different directions. Like I was freaking, what's the torture thing where I was quartered? What is it? Uh, 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 when they put the horses and they rip you apart or something like that? Like, oh. <laughs> you were drawn in corners. Like, I, my body was drawn in corners. I don't know what happened. I just know that, you know, my Achilles, my Achilles is still, on the 76ers logo. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, this is who we're talking about. This is who we're talking about. And that's what I'm saying. Zero, who is lightning fast. There's never been nobody, Zero, in his prime who said he was slow. They, they, that's never happened. There's players that, there's guys who played in pro sports, either or, or Division One sports, who have gone, who ran with Zero, who was like, that Negro is fast. So nobody's ever accused dude of being slow. I just want y'all to understand that. Nobody's accused. Now, nowadays, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He's a family man. Shoot, I, yeah, I'm saying like, of course, now he's still quick. <laughs> he's still quick and fast, but he ain't, you know, the, the time happens to everybody. He's not what he was when he was in his 20s. But, in his 20s, teens, 20s, there was nobody who could stay in front of this guy. So this is Allen Iverson. And if, if, if he, and if he, and then like, there was two things that was lethal about Zero's game. Two things. Because he was so fast. Jab step and pump thing. Now zero, zero's like, oh, you know, I, I learned from Kobe showing the ball. You, no, that's not why people go for the pump fake so much. It's because he's so fast. So you're gonna go just because you're trying to keep up with him. You're gonna go for everything. Just because you're trying to keep up with the guy. So if a guy jab step you, you because you gotta beat him to the spot. Next thing you know, you over here. <laughs> yeah. And you like, what do I do from here? 
you just you just hope you just hoping in your mind that you hear a do 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 and there's no there's no like there's no switch you hear no switch you're just hoping that you miss because you're standing there looking at nothing because you're out to the side <laughs> and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that I, and people i understand when guys get especially fast guys when they have a mean triple threat jab step and go i understand it believe me i get it but this is alan iverson we're talking about Allen Iverson was doing this to NBA players. Zero's done this to high-level players, high-level athletes, even though he wasn't competing against them in a college setting or NBA setting. Zero's done this against guys who's played overseas, played professionally overseas, played, you know, played, you know, uh, was ranked high school basketball players, college players. Like, he's done this to really good basketball players. So we're talking about Allen Iverson who did it to the world's greatest basketball players. And we're talking about the dude, you blink and he was gone. Like I said, my old manager said that he was he he was going one way. He was, and Zero didn't jab him. Like he didn't like give him a face. He was just like, oh, I, I know you slower than me. I'm just gonna go around you. And then the thing was Zero went baseline when there was no baseline. Like, the, he had to tippy-toe on the... Like, he virtually had to... I mean, if if, if Richie could stay with him, he would have had to tippy-toe on, along the baseline. But he like, oh, this guy can't do that with me. And pew! And <laughs> the dude was like, yeah, I was moving. And he was gone. And I was still moving. And I'm like... And then I heard... I heard and then he, I heard him make the shot. And I just, you know, got back on defense and started looking for my man who I'm supposed to guard because... I'm not doing that no more. I'm not even gonna try that no more. And it's just like, but that's what, and like I said, Zero used to do that to a lot of guys. And then we're talking about Iverson doing this to the world's greatest players, and you think because of his three-point percentage and his <laughs> mid-range percentage that he that he wouldn't he wouldn't last in this game. This is coming from, like, this is coming from a like like. LaShawn McCoy said, you can't do any push-ups and sit-ups. You got a you got an analytics guy and a guy who was nothing but a spot-up shooter trying to say that Iverson, who was a dynamic player, would not survive in today's league. Well, yeah, I think Legler was saying he wouldn't average 43. I think that's more so, what he was saying. So so what would he average? When, that, because nobody really went at Legler. <laughs> Everybody went at win, win horse because they were like, they don't think he he didn't think he would fit in today's NBA. Not that he would he wouldn't score crazy numbers. It was like he wouldn't even he was like, yeah, ownership wouldn't like him because he would take too many shots away from other guys. And it's just like, nah, like, 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 there's no, nobody. There's that's why we have to have I love I love the fact, even though Gilbert Renus is a hot take artist in my opinion, and certain guys just do hot takes. And even though they're NBA guys or whatever, I like that there's more athletes talking in the media. I love this now because you can get a real perspective of what it's like to be on the court with some of these legends. It's just like, yo, come on, man. Like even people was like, you know, I'll have said really good handles, but people was like, oh, like um, I think Kenny Smith was like, yeah, like Allen Iverson wasn't really handles. He was just, he was so. It was more speed than handles, which he's right. 
And so, you know, he had great handles. You know, he had NBA handles. But it wasn't like, he wasn't, what people think consider handles is, can you dribble out of a double team? And yeah. Allen Iverson wasn't doing that a lot because he really couldn't double team him so fast. So, so, I, so, so he never, not saying he couldn't, but he never really did. So, so it was just like, okay, what are we, like, what are we doing with this guy? He's getting to this spot, you know, and then, and then especially how open the floor was and how guys don't contest shots the way they do, the way they did when they went up against him. Who's, he was a 42% shooter somewhere around there. What yeah. is a, if he's a 40, you're saying he's not efficient enough. James Harden, I believe, when he scored his 35, was shooting around 44% from the field and like 35% from three, if I'm not mistaken. So you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me AI couldn't do that? Who was a 42-31 with less spacing? Some people just need to get fit before they talk about what teams he would fit. <laughs> That's messed up. That's messed up. Because... You know, I, I actually, I'm surprised he gets analysis because he, you know, he was like a beat writer. He was, he really got famous because he happened to live where LeBron lived. And he was able to, he got so much notoriety from covering LeBron, you know, he's got a job. I'm not saying he's not a great writer, but that's yeah. where he got his notoriety from was covering, being, being LeBron's guy. Yeah, so, gotcha. so I'm just like, why is he, why is he on TV giving analysis? At least Stephen A. Smith played high school ball. Like, I mean, I think Windhorse looks like, I think Windhorse has lost some weight. I think he has lost some weight, but nowhere enough to be like, yeah, maybe <laughs> here's, it's your turn to give analysis. <laughs> no, it's like you got to be at this. You got to your scale got to say these numbers to give analysis. <laughs> like I would, love, you got to make a free throw to give analysis. You know, I would love, I would love to play Ryan Winners one on one, just to see where he's at. Just to see where he's at. Just to be like, and you know, I, everybody know I'm not really a woman. So it's just like, I'm I'm more of the LeBron type. I'm gonna get my guys involved. I'm gonna play off of my teammates. I like doing that. I don't want to do all the work. Sorry, <laughs> like I'm not saying LeBron does do all the work, but I'm 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 gonna feed off of my guys. I don't care for playing one on one. But I would love to see. Actually, I don't even need to play one on one. I would love to see him play a pickup basketball game just to see if he's any good at anything. And because I've seen <laughs> at least Stephen A. Smith wet to threes. Mm, windy? It looked like he'll yeah. get windy <laughs> from, few, from just, just taking a few jump shots. Just don't ask, uh, just don't ask what's his name. Stephen A. the boxing will be fine. I'm still surprised. He was was just starting, man. That trainer set him up, man. I've I've boxed for many years. I've never seen that drill. I've never seen that drill. Like, I'm like, even now, like, 
as I'm teaching my sons how to box. I'm never even. I, why would you punch like that? <laughs> you fight. It's a boxing match. You, you're here. You're here. You're here. You, you, you. These are the. Why are you punching down like this? That's not something you do in boxing. <laughs> it's like, this dude ain't got no protection. <laughs> I'm, like, he, he like, I'm like, why is he holding the mix like that? Yo, show him a one two first. So this a yo, for real, for real, you win a lot. Of, I think I said this on the podcast before. You win a lot of street fights with a nice one two. I promise you. Y'all get y'all get a nice one two young people. If you learn how to throw jab right hand with the fish speed and efficiency, you'll knock out or drop 78% of your competition if they're around your size. I'm so serious. I'm so serious. I remember when I learned how to box. I remember when I learned how to box and my trainer was like, oh yeah, you know, like yo, don't get in no street fights. Don't get in no street fight because you really hurt somebody. And somebody tried to fight me, and I hit him three times, and he was out cold. I was like, oh, this thing is, this stuff is dangerous. This is real dangerous. <laughs> like, like, just knowing how to throw a proper punch is very dangerous in a street fight. You knock it, it's, 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 not everybody has power, but I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but also, a lot of guys don't know how to protect their chin. So like Yo. you're gonna knock a lot of guys out if you, no, know you want how to know. throw a nice one too. Stephen A, you're 50 years old. Or I think he's in his late 40s. Just one two, one two, one. Two. Say, that you dude is doing do nothing else. That Step dude is doing. Jab, come with the right hand. That's all that you gotta dude is, do. That dude this is throwing a belly button punch. This, this thing he's, over he, here, he, 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 I don't yo, know he was, what was going on. He was aiming for the belly button to scrape in the nipple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that dude looked like he was trying to uppercut big, big, a big breasted woman. Yeah, I'm going to hit that titty now. <laughs> yo, hit that what, titty now. Hey, hey. Speaking of, you know, what? you know the one thing I always hated about people that try to scare folks into not fighting them is when they come out their mouth and say, "My hands are registered." That's not even a. That's actually not even a thing. <laughs> He's like, "My hands are registered," so it's like registered they, for they, what? Registered for <laughs> sex offense? What are you saying? <laughs> Anybody? My hands are registered, uh, so so if I so I can't get prosecuted if I hit you. you. <laughs> what nigga? The fuck? You got a serial number on your goddamn fist? And they even say like, oh, if you're a pro boxer, your hands have to be registered. You don't even have to be an amateur boxer to be a pro boxer. <laughs> <laughs> you can go become a pro boxer with no amateur fights. In in a lot of states, it depends on the state. I think there's yeah. a lot of states you don't have to have. You could have two amateur fights. You could do five. You don't really even have to have a, a lot of amateur fights if you have to have amateur fights to be a pro boxer. So there's no such thing as you have to be lethal weapons because not every boxer can punch hard. Now they can punch harder than the average person, 
but there's but, like a guy like Paulie Malignaggi. He could, like, if he catches you, if he catches you good, he's probably gonna knock you out if you're somewhere around his weight. But he's not a hard puncher. But like, if let's say there was a guy my size who could take a punch, fighting him, he's not gonna knock me out. You know what I'm saying? Is it like he, it'll hurt? You know what I'm saying? But he's not gonna just not. He's not gonna want it quick. Like on some real junk, you know. It's, you saw it in the in the in the bare knuckle boxing thing that he did. He couldn't get the guy out of there. And he's a pro yeah. boxer. He's a pro boxer. Couldn't get the guy out of there, and he had no gloves on. So it's just like like he lost the fight. You know, he had a big gash on his forehead. So it's just like this is a pro boxer who couldn't get a guy out of there who was his at his weight class. So yeah, not every boxer can punch hard. Yeah, it's probably being a boxer doesn't get. get being boxer means you know punch technique. And again, that it really don't even mean that. Because we've seen tapes, videos on YouTube with guys who have no business in a boxing ring. There was one, there was one dude who, he was fucking like, <laughs> like, you, you pumping or are you, are you boxing? Like, and throwing punches like this. You oh, the, you're talking about the white dude, dude like, that was both. And he was he was 0 and 0, and I think he didn't even have any amateur fights. We had a couple of amateur fights, and he didn't even win them. So <laughs> but, he's, but he said he was he's like, registered. Shut the fuck. I'm saying that he not to curse much, man. Yo, it wasn't <laughs> these people got me pissed off. Yo, no, that shit just be gloves. so funny. The golden gloves. <sighs> yeah, I'm like yeah, because they hand golden gloves out like that. You a golden gloves winner? You didn't follow pursue a boxing career? You a golden gloves. That's a national or state and national championship. Say, you golden gloves and now you working at Popeye. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You on social media talking about, yeah, that. No, you do um, got golden gloves. Like, what's it called? I'm fat, fat. <laughs> <laughs> you do got golden gloves. Like, the gloves, you pulling that chicken out. <laughs> you shake, yeah, you shake it. You got those damn, um, <laughs> um Dexter's lab, um, Dexter's mom gloves. Those are gold. <laughs> rubber gloves. There's gloom and doom. I think it's gonna boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on now. Like, yeah, yeah. Or more recently, I got into a debate with a guy. Hey, you talking about so I'm a D1 athlete. He played for a <laughs> First of all, I'm like, college, like, you know, like NCAA in, 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 in football, it's only like 100, 120 schools somewhere around there. Like yeah, D1, D1, D1 college basketball is like, <sighs> you don't, it don't really require much to be a D1 basketball. Yo, it's like out. a plethora. And I'm like, then I'm like, what's like, I'm like, yo, you didn't go to like one of these high accolade schools. Stop telling me you play D1 ball. And they played for some school, some school like some Catholic school that is a, that its entire conference is in New York State. Shut up! You're a local basketball player. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! You played play at a, you played at a school that their full ride scholarship is a partial scholarship at Norfolk State. Shut up! <laughs> you know, okay. I hoop with. D1 athletes. I, I mean, you know, I I played with guys who played for old school, played for Norfolk State, played for they. I, I gave them work too, just like they. Some of them gave me work. I played with NBA guys. 
They, you know, they, they gave me work and I was able to get buckets off on them. What you telling me? That don't mean nothing to me. Man, like you did, like you, you intimidating somebody by saying I'm a D1 athlete. Like, if you ain't go to Kentucky or Kansas, LSU, Alabama, if you didn't go to Seton Hall, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. If you ain't, if you ain't in one of the those conferences that act, you know, they don't even get elected for NIT, the NIT <laughs> tournament. Y'all got your own tournament. Yeah, they got the, <laughs> they got a Catholic school tournament. So you got ten thousand dollars tuition. Shut up. <laughs> what are you, you saying? Know, you, might, you might as well went to that college of biblical studies. <laughs> Yo, that and they they getting beat four hundred thirty to nothing. That's division <laughs> one. That's division <laughs> one. Who's <laughs> division one schools getting beat four hundred forty five nothing? <laughs> Shut up! You like man? You better ask about me. Ask what? <laughs> ask what Manhattan College of Price is saying. Shut up! <laughs> you a legend of Manhattan College of Christ and of Kojic Church of Church of God and Christ. Shut I'm up. saying that your your school you is a regular. You're playing church league now. Leave me alone. I'm saying y'all practice in the middle of a project. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> all your all your I home mean, games are away games. Even play for like <laughs> yeah, you don't even. You don't even you even you, y'all practice outside the rugger. Y'all, <laughs> like, y'all not even allowed in the fence. <laughs> he, he's, y'all got to do three man weed. This is all milk crates talking about some other hey. shit. Shut up. He's a car. <laughs> so all your home, all your home games are away games. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's like, are we ever gonna get home court advantage? You know we ain't got no goddamn court. I couldn't so we believe that. Dude, I, was like, Yo. I was like, why are you tell me a D one athlete? College basketball D one. Not saying like it's not a great thing to be D one, but it's just like, it's just like college. I think there's like three hundred plus Division one colleges. So it's just like you're not playing at a high level college. There's some D1 colleges because they earn a certain amount of money that they're D1. But talent-wise, they'll they they, they they tend to play a lot of D2, D3 schools. Yeah. They're not they, they, that school is not going up against Duke. It's not going up against North Carolina. It's not matter of fact, let me just, they're not going up against St. John's. They're not they're, they're not going up against uh uh um um Syracuse. You know, so I'm just just to name a couple of New York colleges. And I ain't yeah. going to NYU. New York College. <laughs> that's, they, they, that's probably the college that they're going up against. You see what I'm saying? A Division yeah. three school. So it's just like, okay, you played Division one, but you didn't really play Division one. Like you're not playing elite level competition on a daily basis to where you're recognized for NBA by NBA scouts. NBA scouts probably don't even never heard of that school. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like, relax, man. Like, yo, you, I said you can play me if you want to. Play me if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not worried about you. I didn't ask you for your resume. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't ask he you to pull out a job application <laughs> to play me in basketball. I just say, yo, we can play if you want to see how good I am in basketball. <laughs> so, man, I'm, a, I'm a D1 athlete. Yeah. It's like, where'd you go to school? To, where you go to school at? I'm a D1 athlete. Yo, I never, I never tell people like somebody threatens me. I never tell them like, 
like especially online i never tell them like oh like i was i was a box i i, I used to box i never like all right we gotta fight we gotta because that none of that matters yeah. gotta come back to I you got you gotta hit me or I gotta hit you. We gotta see who takes more punches. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know what's funny about the D one thing. I I don't know if I sh- uh, shared it, but there was this guy. They were doing like a one on one thing, and he scores one basket. And he looks at the camera and said, "I went D one. I went D one." Somebody, I said it yeah, somebody in the background said, "What does that matter?" <laughs> and then ended up getting cooked for the rest of the yeah. world. Because <laughs> he played at Manhattan College of the Christ. <laughs> he was, he was at the same college was, with that dude. It was like, it was like I went D1. It's like, do you mean uh, D block cell one at Rikers? Because it clearly. Well, you know, how many, how many times, we, especially where we grew up, how many times there's guys and kids that are like, Yo, they got caught up in street life, and that's why they're not playing pro ball or college ball yeah. or something like that. It's just like, come on, man! Like, just because you played or you had the, the opportunity to go to a college, it doesn't necessarily mean you were like a great player. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we seeing it right now with Bronny. Bronny wasn't even a great player, and but because of his name, he got boosted up to like top twenty ESPN athlete, and and he came. Yeah, and this guy. There's like 40 guys that were ranked. Old yeah, wasn't he? Was he the all McDonald's All American? Yeah, he was a McDonald's All American. There's like there's a bunch of guys who's at that all that McDonald's All American team that's playing significantly better than him in college right now. It's just you know what I'm saying. And, and Bro- I'm not saying Bronny will probably cook a lot of y'all dudes who's talking crazy about him right now. So it's just like yo, chill with that nonsense, man. Y'all gotta relax. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's get into some party shots. I put first party shot last two weeks. What you got? My parting shot is these like professional athletes. <clears throat> we talked about this. Professional athletes that always say we're getting paid to play a child's game. I don't think I've ever heard pro athletes say that. I think I've, now, I've yeah, I've heard I've heard pro athletes say this sort of thing. Like, yeah, oh, we just make... talking about that. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, it's like when folks say that you're getting paid to play a child's game, like it's it's not a child's game. Football football is not a child. Now you may have played football. As a as child, a kid, yeah, but it was never a child's game. It, it wasn't designed for kids. Yeah, it was like basketball is not a child's game. Yeah, they did as... not make the tip of feet, the rim ten feet tall, so three foot people could play on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, you enjoyed playing it. You saw it as a kid. You wanted to play. Yeah, you learned. You learned how to play it as a kid, but it was ne- but these sports were never kids games this was for adult entertainment that is it was like the best athletes in the the best athletes in the world it's like like you said that's like if we were back in the day and for and with when we had gladiators and you said oh gladiators are it's like we're just it's like gladiators are killing each other but it's like they're they're getting paid to kill each other and it's just a kid's game 
It was like you think you think your child wants to run up is trying to run up on somebody with a spear and gore them in the freaking stomach in front of everybody and say this this is my favorite pastime. It's like yo, just like shut that like <laughs> none of this like none of the none of the sports that you see being played have ever been kids yeah have ever been a child's game. Hopscotch is a child's game. Jumping rope. The jumping like double dutch is a child's game. It's like hide and go seek is a child's game. It's like there's a it's like there's a whole lot of games that children have played. Tag is a child's game. Now they want to start trying to make tag turn tag into like a some dumbass tournament on ESPN eight the Ocho where they got all <laughs> these obstacles and shit. It was yeah, doing parkour and free running so they don't get tagged. It's like that is a child's game that adults happen to play just like how football is an adult's game that children uh, that children happen to play and enjoy stop trying to turn everything into like a child's game to make make it seem like playing this sport is an immature sort of thing you're just getting paid for it yeah it's like um yeah that okay. that's all i got to say about that that's all i gotta say about that gotcha gotcha yeah no um yeah, we were talking about that the other day over the phone. I was just like, I don't know why. I never heard. I can't. I shouldn't say I never heard. I can't remember an athlete saying that. But um, I usually hear that from people who are like basketball players or pay too much or football players that pay too much. And it's like, oh, why don't teachers make that kind of money? Well, the. the the day the, the day a teacher makes the school thirty million dollars, is the day they'll start. Is the day they'll start making that, making, pay that salary. Unfortunately, that's how the economy works. You know, you get paid ten percent of the revenue that you develop or that you create usually, or somewhere around that. So if you making if you making uh. If you making, I remember I sold jewelry, you know, and I, I don't remember how much jewelry I had sold, but I was like, man, I had sold like that much jewelry, and this is how much I made for the year. It was around, it was around ten, maybe less than ten percent, you know, with with salary. You know what I'm saying, I'm like, yo, this is the, and you know, I, I, it sucked back then, and to be honest, I just got that lesson now like while I was sick like yo like you know I'm getting paid this much I gotta produce 10 times the revenue in order to make the money that I want to make I never thought about it until and then I'm like okay and then when I get to that level then if I can get 10 people to produce at the same level that I produce then that's what's gonna get me into the millionaire, multi-millionaire, and ultimately billionaire status. So it's just like I never really picked that up, and I'm 35. I'll be 36 in 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 60 days, somewhere around there, 75 days. So it's just like, yeah, only, and I've been in sales my whole life. I'm like, that's just how life works, man. So, um, actually, yeah, that's my then. Really, that leads to my part shot. Um, you know, sometimes, even though I wasn't feeling well, like I got a lot of 
I was able to reflect a lot on my life within that time that I don't really necessarily get to have because, you know, you're you're, you're working your job and then at least if you're in my position, you know, you have, you know, your wife and your kids that occupy, you know, your time. So it's just like outside of, you know, some, uh, some time that I might talk to God um, you know, in the morning or, or some exercise that I'm doing in the morning. I'm really not having like time of reflection to myself a whole lot. So to have like virtually a whole week of that, um, I was able to reflect and, um, you know, learn some, le- like learn some lessons along the way and really have conversations with God and learn some things. And, you know, I'm hoping that 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 sticks with me some of the lessons i learned throughout the year for throughout the rest of the year but um but man yeah i'm just i'm I'm excited to be healthy again i'm excited to get back out into the workforce again um and uh, i'm excited for what we're going to continue to bring on this podcast so thank y'all all all for listening we love y'all and we'll see y'all next week